Welcome to Disjointed. Our podcast's mission is to bring a voice to the problems facing decision-making in the built environment. Communication and processes are disjointed across construction, making decisions difficult. Work happens across multiple tools, teams, and timelines without integrating, making it hard to keep everyone connected. Meeting project expectations today is a constant challenge and creates friction between contributors. We believe there's a better way. I'm your host, Jeff Sample, and I have another episode of Disjointed, and I am excited to welcome Damon Hernandez. Damon, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, Jeff. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to get you on, man. I, I know you, and, and I've had the pleasure of learning and, and talking in depth with you over, over the years, but uh, introduce yourself to everybody out there that's listening in. Yeah, for sure. So um, my name is Damon Hernandez. Um, I like to think of myself as a construction uh, technologist. Uh, I've been involved in the AEC space for about 14 years now, uh, really working more with builders and fabricators on how to better use their data uh, with the newer tech tools now that have been coming out over the years. And, and so currently I uh, work with a company uh, where I'm president of about a small, small company um, where we focus on making solutions for property owners uh, in prop tech. But I still stay very connected uh, to uh, my builder and AEC roots uh, through uh, an event that I, I founded about eight years ago called the AEC Hackathon, which is a, a nonprofit, 100% volunteer organization where um, over the years we have actually grown into the largest global community pushing for open innovation in the built environment professions. So um, definitely I am a, a fan and a geek uh, for you built environment professionals. Well, and I, I love that because, you know, AEC Hackathon, that's got to bring you to understanding disjointed. There had to be some reasons that you all felt that you had to go out there and start that AEC Hackathon. Yes, sir. There were. So when you hear disjointed, building confidence in construction, you know, what comes to mind? Just riff. Yeah, yeah. Well, just off the top, I think, um, you know, uh, just the lack of communication, right? I mean, as a, as a person, that's the first thing that pops in my mind when I think of disjointed, this thing's not lining up or communicating the right way. And so, uh, you know, just, just going off of that, uh, I, I, that, that's what I initially feel, right, is, is a lack of communication or understanding. Um, and, and so that, that is, is probably the, the most important thing, I would say. Cool. So when you think about disjointed in the built environment. I know you're working with residential builders. It goes across yeah. the board these days. Like you, you right. see it everywhere. Um, well, you know, uh, I, I, I think that's the interesting thing is, is when I see disjointed and, and then because, you know, the day job puts me with uh, more of the residential side, but then the hackathons put me more on the commercial and the bigger side. And, and so hearing the way again, um, it really comes down to, I think, communication and understanding. Um, you know, there's a lot of issues that kind of filter up from that and, and manifest in many different ways. But I think when you go down to the core root of it, it really is about this um, communication. So uh, it doesn't matter if it's residential or if it's uh, you know, commercial construction. I think the, the bigger challenges I see is when you have these different teams of people who have to come together and really understand what they're doing before they ever get involved with actually doing the, the project, right? And so the best uh, planning and, and prep work that can be done beforehand can make sure that things aren't disjointed uh, when you get out there. And, and so, you know, how do you have that cohesion and, and uh, you know, that connection uh, as early as possible? 
It, it's interesting because I've had a chance to interview a few folks on this one, and there is this common theme of everybody being on the same page early and and envisioning the same thing. Like there's a, a disconnectedness between someone's ability who who say designed it or who even thought it up to somebody who's putting the work in in the field and all the the stakeholders that that go in there, you know. Outside of communication, have you seen any ways anybody's been successful with that? Um, well, well, I mean, yes. I mean, over over the years, uh, you know, I mean, seeing the adoption of technologies uh, that have come in to help people, you know, do better with you know pre construction and, and pre design and thinking about everything beforehand. Um, you know, seeing in some countries where they're further ahead in that process, right? And and then and then also what trades in those places are further ahead in that process. So uh, I really think that um, it's kind of a combination of, yes, technology is coming out that helps uh, with this, things like join and other platforms, right? Uh, yet I think the, the the bigger shift that we're seeing, which is the most important shift, uh, is the cultural mind shift of, of, of this. So, so, you know, technology can be there all day long, but if the mind isn't fertile and looking to, to adopt this and then just open itself up. And so, um, you know, I have no facts to back this up, but at least I would like to think that uh, the ideas of technology and that integration of openness and communication, uh, in addition to a new generation coming into the workforce that isn't about privacy, they're not about, you know, like keeping things close to the chest too much. Um, I hope that these are some of those things that will help influence uh, the more traditional thinking of being maybe kind of closed up. And and, and what we're seeing is this, again, that, that cultural mind shift toward openness, communication, and, and collaboration more than we've seen traditionally, especially in the pre-design. Yeah, you have a couple of different th- things I want to break down there. You, more than most that I bring on, you have a you have a global view, right? You're not just working in the built environment in the U.S. You, you've got international experience. And maybe you can find, is there places where you've seen it or maybe some sort of secret sauce that, that y- there are places that are progressing faster? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, definitely, you know, um, I think that Europe uh, is 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 ahead, um, and then and then uh, out of that region, I would really say that the Nordics, uh, because of their size, right? I mean, when you're a country of, you know, five, ten million or something like that, it's it's pretty quick to know who the usual players are, and then and then how to um, adjust and and work together, right, and collaborate, and so. I think uh, there's a lot to be learned from that region. And, and that's one of those things to where even myself with the hackathons and trying to build the community closer because we all, I mean, building is localized, right? And construction and AC, but, but there are so many problems that we share together. And, and, and then one of the things that I find very interesting about that region specifically is that while they are driven like we are here in the States by capitalism and these other things, everything starts with the person first. So no matter what you're going to say in construction, like, hey, we need a design, but why? Well, it's the person first. And then there's a reason that comes after that. And so that's kind of interesting to me is, is that they are, they're further ahead with not only the technology adoption, but really looking at how is this technology going to help either the person in the field, the owner or something, but everything starts with the, a, a human first and then the problem and the solution build off of that. Yeah, connectedness. I, I, I like that. It, it's a connectedness to the problem, a connectedness to the reason and the why. And, you know, we're all far better, I think, as people when we're focused on that why, not just on, you know, what and how. What and how go wrong quite a bit if they're not <laughs> aligned with why, 
we're yeah, doing yeah. something. Exactly. You hit on another one, and I'm going off script here because uh, okay. you talked a little bit about privacy and a little bit about a shifting mindset from the new group. And it, I don't think you mean that in the sense of like, I think you mean that in the way when I describe it to people, you know, your data, the things that you're doing are really not your IP. Like that's not your special sauce. Your special sauce is, is your culture. You know, it's, it's the way you do things. So, and you're seeing a shift. Where are you seeing that shift and how are you seeing people take advantage of that? Well, well, I mean, uh, again, and, you know, and, and, and based off of, uh, you know, just my limited interactions with the out in the field kind of stuff, but where I'm seeing that shift is the amount of communications that's being shared now more among the trades than when I first got into the industry, right? When I first got in, um, you know, you would only share what you needed to share. Whereas now I see that people are more focused on, you know, hey, we really need to understand everything in a very holistic manner. So, so that, that shift right there is, is definitely one of those things when, um, it's, it's not necessarily privacy, right? But it's that being completely open with, with the information that you have and, and, and being less private about what you share because you're like, I either, you know, oh, we don't want that legal liability or, or, you know, our butt can be on the hook for it or whatnot. So, um, yeah, so that's what I mean by that. Yeah. Really putting that, 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 oh, I got to be careful what I share because it can come back on me. Putting that, we used to put that ahead of the ultimate goal. And now that the ultimate goal, the why is to move this, you know, everyone forward, there's a new reason to share it and, and it feels more comfortable. So, um, I, I think that's fantastic. I, before I think just we, to, just to build on that. Yeah. Yeah. Just to build on that real quick. I, I think another thing that's interesting is to see how the, the impact of owners like the big tech companies that are used to that mindset are also pushing the industry to also adopt that kind of thing. So the way that Facebook with their data centers and just some of this other. So, so I think that's also kind of interesting is that as more construction gets involved with these, you know, big clients that are tech companies that demand uh, that level of openness and transparency, I think that also will help essentially smart owners, right? Smart owners helping uh, with that shift as well. Yeah. Smart owners that have seen it work in their own businesses and that use it in their own practices and have seen the benefits and, and possibly even done something construction struggles to do, but they've seen the risk decline versus the fear that the risk increases when I share more. Yeah. I mean, they've seen that through their products. That's a good one. I want to pivot you before I let you, you move off this one though, because we were talking before and there's a disjointedness when you talk about the big companies building and where you're working now. And I mm. think you're focused on that and, and yeah. what, you know, describe that a little bit and talk maybe about where we can go with it. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's a great uh, one of, of disjointed, I guess. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a kind of two parts as, as far as where I, I got exposed to this. The first part was working with um, essentially a, a residential construction company that was using CNC robotics and interactive 3d technologies back in 2007 and still doing this. Um, to, to, to build essentially high-end residential and then, and then have fabricated some other things, mainly out of uh, wood and, and now cross-laminated timber. And so to, to see how um, that, especially in 2007, um, you know, those building practices and processes still are slowly being adopted to this day, right? It's kind of what Katera and some of these others tried to do. And, and so, um, you know, that was very cool. But the issue I saw where the disconnect was, and like with the hackathons, as I was saying earlier, is that the people who usually innovate and, and, and adopt the technology are your 
mid-sized to bigger builders, right? You know, the person who's going into Home Depot or Best Buy for their technology solutions and, and, and you know, and to get their work done, I mean, how do they get connected to that, right? How do they get the efficiencies of, of you know, prefabrication, um, automation, uh, you know, uh, digital fabrication, these types of things. And then also augmented reality or the those other tech tools in their toolbox, right? So, um, and, and that's where I saw this, this and see this growing disconnect is because like the audience that comes to our hackathon are all, uh, you know, your Skanska's DPRs, um, you know, uh, Gensler, you know, the, the very big names of people that are always, of course, you're like, oh, well, of course they're innovating. But again, how do we take that innovation down to if you and I decided to start a building company of homes, how do we connect to that? So that's where I'm, I'm passionate right now uh, about trying to push those innovations that we're seeing down to that level of person, right? And, and really uh, give superpowers to the people that are often overlooked by the technology companies because they're like, oh, they're, you know, we, we couldn't charge them enough or whatever, you know, that's not our market. So, so that's kind of, uh, I guess my passion project right now is, is again, trying to give uh, superpowers to everyone in the built environment, not just uh, the, the medium to large companies, and and then and then connect that and join those things together. Right. That's awesome because it 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 is. Uh, we talk about this a lot. I mean, the ENR Top 400 is great, and they're doing a lot of wonderful things, and we can make a good impact. But there is far more small builders that are doing things that you know, especially when you know I I was talking to somebody else um, that you'll hear on one of the other episodes who mentioned we go into rural places and we got to get what we get. Well, if, if Damon's been connecting with them and those tools have been, you know, made them w- their way there and democratize themselves to that level, then it doesn't matter where you go as the big one, the small one's going to be doing and be able to bolt right in and not be disjointed from what you do, but being joined to what you do and being able to get some real progress and problems taken care of. I mean, that's a heck of an environment for us to be in because they can be, you know, a part of larger projects and then still really taking that innovation and, and, and to the people. And really that's where we're going to get things done. Right. Agreed. hundred percent. Ah, and they're doing some of that construction in the background. This is the real deal, man. When we record here, you never know when somebody's going to be running a saw. So I got a last one because, you know, I've taken a lot of lead from you over the years, learned a lot from, you know, your experiences. You've been great about passing that down. So if you could guide this podcast and me as its host on where to go, you know, where do we need to focus? Where would you focus it? What advice would you give me? Mm, Yeah, that's a great one. Um, Wow. Uh, So, so many places you, 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 you could go, right. I guess uh, without thinking about it too much and just going kind of off the cuff, um, perhaps to the people who need it most, right? I mean, that's like the people who are overlooked, right? Uh, you know, so many of these uh, podcasts or things like that, um, it, it's kind of the same audience, right? And and so I think that if, if there were some place that I would ask you to go, it's just kind of go into that area of the person who's underserved, right? Or the person who's maybe overlooked, um, at whatever level, right? And, and you know, uh, like, for example, one thing that I would like to see, uh, and, and maybe it's just because I'm not looking, um, but, but for example, I have this thing called five for five. So there's a lot of construction here in San Francisco. I'll walk around with a $5 bill, find some guy who looks like he's, you know, got the mud on his boots, you know, and actually out there. And I'll say, hey, man, I've got $5 for five quick questions, five minutes, you know, 
And I'll ask them questions, you know, like, hey, are you implementing BIM on this? Or do you use this for what you do? And all this kind of stuff. We just ask these little silly questions. And, and it seems to me that like a lot of the folks who are actually putting the building up, um, you know, usually don't speak, you know, the native language to whatever country they're in. It doesn't matter what country you're in. Right. And these types of things. Um, I think that's kind of uh, an interesting area. Right. Because those when I've talked to those folks, uh, they kind of see the technology that's going on and they hear about it, but it hasn't made it to them yet. Right. And I think that that would be kind of cool is to see those folks like that. Right. That um, are actually putting the building up. How do you give them superpowers? Right. Because if they're having a Tony Stark type experience or if, if they're you know having the technologies or the tools the digital tools they need in addition to their actual tools but now there's all these great digital tools if, if they know you know you don't know what you don't know but if there's something that exposes you to stuff um, then then it becomes the same way that I see these small builders who use Revit or use SketchUp and it's like hey man you know you're you do six homes a year what are you using this for oh it's so easy because now that I understand how to do it so I guess without rambling too much, um, you know, I, I'd like to see, you know, I would just ask, you know, do something that, that other people aren't doing, you know, or address the hard topics. I think that's one of the things that I like about, um, you know, just your, your thinking is, is to, you know, have, we, we need to have tough, tough conversations in this industry. First of all, that's the number one thing, right? There's a lot of things that, that need to be addressed there. And then I would just ask, um, you know, please uh, make a part of it focus toward those people who are normally overlooked when it comes to technology or, or something like that. That's awesome. That, I couldn't have asked for that to be any better because you opened me up to, to a lot of things that I care about, but a lot of things we're sometimes blind to. I, you know, I didn't even think about, um, you know, there's a technology barrier in so many places, but there's a language barrier. There's a cultural barrier. There's, we're not reaching across. I mean, we, how can we expect anyone to, to adopt or be a part of this if we haven't reached across and, and asked them to join us at the table and, and, that, and there's just joined. Yeah. And that's, yeah. and that's being disjoined right there. Exactly. It's disjointed there. And we're, and that's part of what I want to do. I mean, I think going into it, the hard conversations is something, um, someone said to me, if we keep agreeing with one another, we're not going to get anywhere. So it is time to have some cognitive dissonance, but it's also time to extend some olive branches, do things a little bit differently. You follow our own instructions and keep doing, keep doing the same thing over and over. That's the definition of insanity. So let's, let's not do that anymore. So Damon, I want to take the, the chance to thank you for being here. Let everybody know how thank they you can so much. Oh, thank you, man. How, let them know how they can connect with you, follow you, you know, yeah, get yeah. connected to AEC Hackathon. Sure, sure. Um, so uh, on Twitter, I'm at Metaverse One, uh, uh, O-N-E, um, of course, uh, through the hackathon. So that's hackaec.com. And, and of course, uh, if you just Google search uh, Damon Hernandez, um, I'm more than easy to find through whatever platform you want to connect with. So. Well, I, I can't thank you enough, not only for coming on the show, but for all the things you've done over the years and all the info and always being being you, man. This, this hey, industry thanks, needs real people <laughs> and you are I, uniquely you. And, and I appreciate that. Well, I appreciate that, you know, because I, I think that that's one of those things that, um, you know, goes back to the way that we join together is when we're comfortable being who we are with the other people in the industry, right? And, and or just other people in general, because then that will, I can't connect with you and I can't join with you if, if I have any kinds of guards up or any class. And, and so for me, I'm about maximum bandwidth. So if I unclog my pipe with, 
you know, all of the crap of, of just, you know, masks and these other things. And then just say, you know what, here it is, Bubba, <laughs> you know, this is, this is the, the genuine article. It cuts down on that. You know exactly what you're dealing with. There's no, uh, you know, miscommunications needs for RFIs, right? <laughs> you know, and, and, uh, and so, and so in that, um, that's where I know that the industry will continue to evolve. And I see that is when people come together driven by passion and openness to move the needle, uh, you know, of the industry forward, and then just feeling comfortable being themselves. And, and that to me is, is where I see innovation for our industry. Thrive. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Disjointed. Remember to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss our first full season. To learn more about Disjointed or read the show notes, just stop by disjointed.fm. This show is brought to you by Join, the decision-making platform for the built environment. Learn more at join.build.